0: That's just my subconscious self sabotage. Why don't I link this thought? So pattern interruption, pattern recognition. You know we talk about this all the time. So pattern recognition, the negative self talk, but now automatically having a positive self talk that can you can switch it out with. So rather than spiraling down with the positive, the negative self talk, you actually have a list of positive kind of affirmations or positive things to say to yourself when that negative talk comes in. And most of the time, these positive. Um, this positive self-talk is actually the truth, whereas the negative self-talk is usually far-fetched and just a, something that's come from the core beliefs that from when you're much, much younger and is emotional based and not logic based. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake and you are listening to the Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth takes center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. It's Friday, and boy, what a day. What a week it's been. Um, I don't know about You guys listening but whenever i have a holiday coming up i try to play it cool calm and collected but usually the day or two before i get all angst angsty and excited and like a little child even though i've been on many trips and traveled for a while it still brings me joy and happiness and i'm always grateful that i get the opportunity to go travel to a new new place actually i've been to this place before but it's still very exciting um and so today's been you know that scramble trying to get all the work to dotting all the i's crossing all the t's all that sort of stuff and then um yeah just getting my head wrapped around packing and all that sort of exciting stuff that comes along with trips and holidays and uh everything travel so today i'm very grateful for the a the opportunity to go traveling and b the opportunity to um take my family my little man eight months first time going on a plane first time camping first time on holiday international trip all things exciting. So yeah, it's just been lovely, energetic, chaos, all the wonderful things. Um, but I am really, really grateful, really, really happy and really, really excited to be here with you today yet again to finish off the week. And yeah, like I said, at the start of the week, we're getting close to episode hundred, which I'm super proud of. I can't believe that we're here a hundred episodes later, almost. Um, it was something that I just started and I said, I'm going to fail forward and fail hilariously and if you go back and listen to episode one and a few interviews i did at the start you'll see how rough and rugged they were and then to think here we are you know um gee it would almost be a year later with pauses in between but um yeah six months consecutive or so that we've been running these calls so thank you very much everyone that shows up thank you for everyone who's listening on the podcast it's very much appreciated Um, This week, we have been talking about self-sabotage and self-sabotage really is something that gets a lot of people. Um, And I feel like, and I was thinking about this yesterday after um, our call, self-sabotage is one of those things that just kind of is your body's way of keeping you in your comfort zone. We speak about our comfort zone a lot and how you've got to break out of your comfort zone. And then, you know, that's where true growth starts to happen. But I feel like once you start to try and fight that comfort zone, like that barrier, that's when this self-sabotage comes in. And I think it has a lot to do with your subconscious and you know, the the fear of success, the fear of failure. We spoke about all these things on, on Tuesday and a bit on Thursday. And I think, I'm, I mean, it's in the name, like I said yesterday, self-sabotage. It's all about self-awareness, knowing yourself. So I think when we look into how to break out of this cycle of self-sabotage, the best way to look at it is what is it that, you know, what is it that I'm scared of? And what is it that I don't like what part of me wants to stay in this comfort zone? Is it I'm uncomfortable with being challenged? I'm uncomfortable with change. I'm uncomfortable with growth. I'm uncomfortable with more money, whatever's making you uncomfortable. That's probably where the root cause of the self-sabotage is coming from. And we were talking about the domino effect yesterday and how, you know, it can kind of be hidden in other areas. So, say you get stressed about money and you self-sabotage your health and it's kind of like a loop. And so finding a way to, you know, bring it, bring awareness to all the areas of your life to really weed out what this, this core belief is that is keeping you in this self-sabotaging loop. Um, and I really believe that, I mean, not for everyone, of course, but for a majority of people, it's just one kind of core reason and it's like a weed in a garden you know if you don't get all the roots out and get all the weeds out then it just comes back and grows and i think that we really need to try and find and this is the problem lots of people just pull the surface off and go yep yeah, it's all it's all hidden it's all gone but really the problem's you know deeper in the earth and you want to try and get all the roots out and try and get all of the core beliefs and like hit them head on we spoke about the buffalo mindset you know cozy up to your obstacles hit your Core beliefs head on. What is it that's making me uncomfortable? What is it that that I am starting to feel a bit worried about? And attack that. Go straight at it and just f- fully face it and go. Why am I feeling like this? How can I start to bring this to the surface? Because so much of the time we kind of sweep things under the rug. You know, we we do what the cows do and we we we, we see it and we kind of just move away from it or move around it. And the best and fastest way to make growth is just attack these issues head on. Um, and so if finish off this week with with our discussion on self-sabotage I wanted to talk about a few ways which I think can help um get through that but I mean to be perfectly honest they're all kind of I don't want to say self-explanatory but they're all what we talk about a lot and it's just a matter of doing the work if you've got something that's stopping you if you've got something that's withholding you I feel like Often people will spend a lot of time in the learning phase. How can I deal with this problem? How can I sort it? How can I do this? And that's great. Get your research, but then actually do the work. You know, take what you learn, do the practice, do the exercises, actually write stuff down, do the journaling, you know, write your lists and do the comparisons, put the things up on the board that people tell you to do all these exercises. Like they're good to listen to, but the actual solutions come from doing them. And the reason I say this is because I know for me, a lot of the time, I'll listen to people, I'll read books, and they'll be like, you should go do this exercise. And this is what really helped me. And i be like, yeah, that's a really good exercise. I should do that. And then I never do it. And for ages, I was taking in a lot of information, but not actually doing much of the work. And this is an analogy I got from uh, Fraser Brooks, who's great in network marketing. And he says that, you know, to move forward, you need to use both feet. Learn, action, learn, action, learn action now if all you are is learning learning ways and just going one way you end up going around in circles and if all you're doing is taking action and not actually learning anything you end up going around in circles as well so you've got to learn a bit take action on it learn a bit take action on it and so the reason i bring this up is because when i was writing a list of things that can really help what i believe can really help with self-sabotage in my research they were all just stuff that i have kind of mentioned before The number one is journaling and it's more about journaling more than the complete issue so in trading we journal our emotions but what i recommend if you're struggling with self-sabotage is to spend 10 minutes so spend 20 minutes afterwards going over objectively reviewing writing out your journal writing out um your emotions but then spend a further 10 20 minutes journaling about how you feel about them so not so much about the trading side but more about the personal side like what was happening today in my life like wh- how do i feel about these results you know did I, do i feel lucky that i got these results or was i actually disciplined and have that conversation with yourself but written because writing is the connection between the conscious and the subconscious you start with a thought and then you kind of discuss with yourself um subconsciously and that brings up some of these issues and that's the fastest way to get down to these core beliefs so the very first one is just journaling journaling about the overall so journaling and this can be for anything say you come home from work every day and you're miserable journal about that and see what else was going on that made me miserable at work was it actually some person at work was it the the work lifestyle was it I don't know the the commute to work is always gray and that makes me sad like start to think about these other things because when we realize we're self-sabotaging like I said yesterday it could be something else that's deeper. That's that we're really actually upset about. And we just have outer kind of mechanisms to cope with that self-sabotage. And that is, you know, like I said, I'm not doing well with money. I'm stressed. So therefore I self-sabotage my health and my fitness. Just an example. So the next one I want to talk to you about is this is uh, um, a exercise I got from, oh, I can't remember his name. I listened to a lot of his stuff on YouTube, and I cannot remember his name. I apologize, uh, but basically, he's talking about recognizing your core beliefs. So, writing down a list of these negative core beliefs that you have, and then associating the negative self-talk with it. Okay, what do you say? What do you think about yourself when you're by yourself? And trying to associate the core belief with the way you talk about it, and what you and you know the words you say, and then you want to write out the opposite to that. And so, let's say my core belief is that um, I don't know. I'm short, so therefore I'll never get a... I mean, I'm married now, but I'm short, so I'll never get a girlfriend. And then you can write out the opposite of that, like, people love me for who I am, not for my height. And so when this negative thought comes into your head, you've now got a positive thought to associate with it. And so when you're like, oh, I'm never going to get... It's like, actually, no, that's just my subconscious self-sabotage. Why don't I link this thought, so pattern interruption, pattern recognition, you know, we talk about this all the time. So pattern recognition, the negative self-talk, but now automatically having a positive self talk that can you can switch it out with so rather than spiraling down with the positive the negative self talk you actually have a list of positive kind of affirmations or positive things to say to yourself when that negative talk comes in and most of the time these positive um this positive self talk is actually the truth whereas the negative self talk is usually far fetched and just a, something that's come from The core beliefs that from when you're much, much younger and is emotional based and not logic based. So then you want to find the evidence for each. So find a proof as to why people won't want to be with me because of my height and then find proof that people will want to because people deserve to be loved. I mean, it's probably not the best example, but you get my point. So you want to find proof for the negative and proof for the positive, because like I said, most often the proof for the negative is pretty much going to be bullshit. And the proof for the positive is going to be very justifiable and very understandable. Okay. And then once you've done that, what are the consequences of, you know, these actions that I have towards it? So when I'm speaking negative to myself, what are the consequences of that? And when I speak positive to myself, what are the consequences of that? And you'll soon see that the consequences of speaking negative yourself and really not any good, but the consequences of speaking positive yourself usually um, grow and blossom into many good things. Okay. So this was um, like a little exercise of negative self-talk to help with the self-sabotage and being able to supplement negative self-talk with positive self-talk. The next one I want to talk about was um, the way you rationalize things. And so let's say you've got a positive experience. Then what happens is we usually have a negative feeling. This is where the self-sabotage comes in. Something positive happens And we usually go straight to a negative feeling. That's how we know that we're self-sabotaging because we're taking a positive experience, turning it negative. How? By our thoughts and our feelings and our expression. Okay? So when we have a positive experience, if we're struggling to feel good about it and struggling to see the good side and struggling to be happy and proud and positive about it, we should write down the feelings that we're having because of this positive experience and why they're negative. So let's say um, you make a good trade right? Rather than going, yeah, okay, well done, Jake, you know, you analyze that. Well, you know what you're doing. That's great. You go, oh, that was lucky. Shouldn't have got that trade. That was lucky. So automatically you're dismissing the skill set and the stuff that you've learned and your knowledge for luck. Why are we doing this? You can start thinking, okay, why am I dismissing myself? Why am I dismissing my, my good positive experience? But then, Let's find the opposite to that. And so when we've got the negative, oh, that was lucky, be like, no, actually, that was well analyzed. Uh, You know what you're doing. You've been doing this for a while. You can see reasons why that was good. And then you can also like objectively say, actually, there was a couple of reasons why maybe I shouldn't. And next time I can learn from that. But the whole point of this is to take the positive experience. And rather than jumping straight to negative self-talk, negative feelings, negative emotions, observing what we're doing to ourselves because so often like more often than not, this is almost automatic. We have this self-sabotaging process, which has been building up and building up and building up over time. And so these behaviors are very automatic. We have something and we want to shut it down. We want to self-sabotage it. So we start with the negative self-talk. We look for the reasons why it's not really realistic. We look for luck. We look for other things that can justify why, you know, we don't deserve the good gratitude and the good um what's the word gone blank the the recognition that we deserve for what we've done and so we want to try and shift our behaviour and shift our talk and shift our emotions and feelings and thoughts to be encouraging and to be promoting rather than being destructive and um i guess debilitating does that make sense chuck some ones in the chat if you're following along i know it's a bit complicated especially verbally also chuck your gratitude in the chat because i kind of skipped straight over that because i was running a little bit late this morning so um yeah so first one is journaling journaling the overall experience the second one is writing out your negative core beliefs writing out the negative self-talk and then um writing the opposite to that negative self-talk and then again this last one is the positive experiences when you have a positive experience write down the feelings and thoughts that you have with that positive experience. And then ne- write down something for next time you can remind yourself of the truth, what the reality is and why this is why your negative feelings and your negative self-talk and your negative sabot and your self-sabotage is not actually true. And then you can hopefully try and justify yourself out of continuing to to do that. So the other the last one I wanted to bring up is maybe carrying around like a little like a tiny little notebook. I have one somewhere. I can't find it at the moment Um, and you can just use that to jot down little things that kind of trigger you so I don't know about you but there was times in my life where I would be in a situation and someone would say something you'd be very small and kind of under the cuff and not really intended for anything but it would bring out a lot of emotion in me and I couldn't quite figure out why but you know when someone does a particular thing like maybe they cut you off in in traffic and you just get Completely outraged, you go off and you're like, "This is ridiculous!" You can't cut me off, and you, you know, you you take off with all your emotions and frustration. Usually, if someone was to do that, the actual act itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. But what's happening inside of you is you're kind of using that as an outlet, or you're associating a bunch of other things um, with that experience, and then you're releasing or clinging on to past memories, and it's making you much more emotional than it should. So having this little um whatever you want to call it little pad or a little notebook and then just writing down those either words or situations which bring up a lot of negative emotion especially if you know you're self-sabotaging you want to bring up a lot of situations where you're negatively talking to yourself where you're going down the rabbit hole or whether you're turning a positive um situation to a negative one because of either a phrase or a word or a certain circumstance and then we want to try and track these and over time, see, is there something reoccurring that's bringing this emotion? Is there someone that's bringing this emotion? Is there, you know, some words or some phrases? And when we can figure out what they are, we can start to go deep. Why are these things the things that are frustrating me? And vice versa, if there's something that's positive and you've got things that are bringing in really good emotion to you, like maybe you walk past your neighbor's house and you see them watering the garden and they've got some nice flowers there. And you every time it puts a smile on your face, jot that stuff down. Because these are the kinds of things that when you're in a negative self place or you start to self-sabotage or you're going through like a negative spiral, of negative self-talk, go for a walk past your neighbor's house. See the lovely flower that they keep watering that brings you joy. You know, you want to understand your environment and your triggers and your behaviors so that you can work with them and not against them. If you've got all these things that are creating self, uh, self-sabotage, negative self-talk and frustration... Try to remove them from your environment and try to switch them with things that bring positive joy and happiness. I mean, it seems pretty self-explanatory, but sometimes we just get stuck in our routine. We don't really pick up and we don't bring self-awareness and we don't try to learn ourselves to the point where we go, hang on, you know, this dead flower that I left that's been sitting on my desk for three weeks brings me frustration every time I see that it's dead because it reminds me that I couldn't water the plant, for example. So let's get rid of it. Remove it. Buy a new one. Put something there. Put a fake plant there that makes you happy because at least it's green and, you know, puts a smile on your face it's really about understanding yourself in your environment and what affects you because i could be in your environment and be gleaming with joy and happiness but it makes you sad and vice versa i could be in the, your happy place and feel horrible and miserable because we are made up of our past experiences the emotions we hold on them so everyone has a different build-up of chemical emotion basically relative to an experience so learn your environment, learn what triggers you, learn what makes you happy, bring self-awareness and self-knowledge into yourself so that we can figure out why we're self-sabotaging, the core beliefs that we have um, that are rooting these self-sabotaging behaviors and start to just work through them, hit them head on, you know, that Buffalo mindset, just go at your um, issues as hard as you can and try and work through them rather than covering them up and just burying them under the dirt. A lot of... uh Planting metaphors. I think it's because I got two new plants in my room today, uh, yesterday. So that's where that's coming from. Does that make sense to everybody? Um, I hope it does. Like I said, today, this week's been very chaotic. Lots of talk about self-sabotage because this is the number one thing that I hear from people listening to this podcast and people on this call is that they're finding themselves in this self-sabotaging cycle. And we want to try and break free from that. We want to try and do the exercises that tell us more about ourselves so that we can change the environment both externally and internally so that we can reduce this self-sabotage trade with a more peaceful and mindful calmness that was the other thing sorry the last thing on my list was mindfulness so doing meditation bringing awareness to the mind because often when we our emotions and our negative self-talk spiral they start to feed off each other and if you can pattern recognize pattern interrupt maybe breathe bring mindfulness bring attention to the breath slow everything down and realize actually that's just my mind running off on a tangent to make me feel a certain way let's ignore that and put some positive thoughts or positive talk or whatever you want to do into the mind then having that mind that moment of hang on i'm going down the path let's just stop mindfulness back to the breath back to the you know the calm area that you are and try and think logical so the last thing was mindfulness that i i have forgotten this list so i hope that makes sense um I know this is a bit of a short episode because I was stuck in a meeting before coming here but self-sabotage really can be a never-ending loop and until you start to learn yourself and start to figure out why you're self-sabotaging and what it actually is that's causing this self-sabotage then you can be stuck in it for a long time and usually the key lies with what makes you uncomfortable what changes make you uncomfortable because change is growth and uncomfortable feeling uncomfortable is usually the first sign of change okay so Try some of those exercises. I hope they have been helpful. Um, During COVID, I really had to do this to find positive joy. Experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Positive, joyful experiences because in COVID, things were locked down and things could find miserable and you could take the happy place and turn it into a sad place just because of being stuck in that situation. Thank you, Jake. Have a wonderful holiday. Yes, I will. Thank you, everyone listening. Thank you for everyone who shows up. Uh, grateful for the sunshine and the technology that brings wonderful things into my space from far away, especially my partner. Oh, that's lovely. Have a peaceful day breathe deep often. I love that. Thank you very much. I'm off for two weeks. So for those listening on the podcast, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. We have some interviews coming back. We have new things happening on the show. Um, And yeah, I'm super excited. Thank you everyone who's been supporting me. We're continuously growing. Um, If you like this podcast and you're getting value out of it, please send it. Copy the link and chuck it on your Facebook. Send it to friends. Send it to other traders you think might benefit from some of this mindset because I really want to try and get this awareness out to as many people as we can so that many people, especially traders, can trade with a more calm and peaceful mindset and get the results that we all want, okay? So to our traders, I will see you on the call in just a couple of minutes. To people listening on the podcast, much love. And I will speak to you all in a couple of weeks because I'm off to Sweden. But for now, peace out. We'll speak soon.